Bruins over here. And uh, yeah, I, I just I get screens everywhere right now. I, I just can't believe it's already the final day of the NHL regular season, H man. It's pretty crazy, you know. I know it took so long to finish that up. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost over, too. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. God bless the NHL regular season. <laughs> Got a really compelling game against the Flames and the Canucks. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Finish off the regular season strong halfway through the first round. So when you want to talk about game two of Carolina versus Nashville. <laughs> I don't know what happened in that game or if it even happened yet. Tonight. Tonight. Ooh. Uh-huh. Ooh. Uh-huh. Ooh. Wait, but wait, you said it was the last day of the regular season. I, I'm as confused as everybody is, H-Man. Some things in life just don't make sense. And unfortunately, this is one of them. I'm just, what if the Canucks actually were in playoff contention like would the playoffs even have started yet the north division would have been stalled you think they would have played the other divisions like while waiting for the north don't you think they yes just yes really- you want to know why i know that why because they literally did that <laughs> oh okay the north division starts their playoffs tonight oh okay. or for their fruit last night gotcha. and today is game two and i think game three of Washington and Boston. Yeah, we're, we're chugging along here. Toronto and Montreal have are playing tomorrow, so they're going to be in game one, and Washington and Boston are going to be, like, gearing up for game four. Damn. First round brought to you by Rocket Mortgage. It's crazy. Brought to you by Michigan State. That's right. Indeed. Yeah, man. It's pretty crazy. Very. I mean, th- then again, we all know the main story of the night is that we're all going to be staying up until one in the morning watching what could end up being the Western Conference Finals, but yep. is also a 7-8 play-in game this evening. <laughs> it's crazy. How did that work? <laughs> yeah, I, well, a lot of injuries for Golden State and uh, actually a lot of injuries for the Lakers as well, but also COVID and a short offseason, all that kind of fun stuff. But I'm excited, man. I, I think I, I got stung by a bee. While you were sitting there? No, I think I just uncovered the evidence. It, uh, what, what would they say? To, uh, what, what are they in the judicial system that they call it when they approach evidence? Like Exhibit A. I found Exhibit A on my okay. leg. You found Exhibit A. Interesting. And you did not Look, feel this thing. You're just seeing the aftermath. I mean, it's on my leg. I, don't, I got a lot of muscle there. You want to hear a fun fact? Yes. Uh, nice humble brag there, by the way. Um, you want to hear uh, a fun fact about Nick Bakker? Fun fact about Nick Bakker? Yes. Did you just hear what I said? No, I actually didn't. <laughs> okay. All right, you froze pretty bad. You're also frozen once again. Um, oh, wait, now you're good, I think. I, I, I think I'm here. Okay. Am I here? I'm going to pull a I'm gonna pull a Sprint from, or was it Verizon? I think it was Verizon. I'm going to pull a Verizon from 2006 and ask you, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. 
Okay. I called an audible. I will, I will repeat the fun fact. All right. For, for those of you life. at any point thought, I don't remember what they're saying, but I also don't want to hit the rewind button. Congrats. Here's your time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. All right. I'm ready for I my question. My I never in my life have been stung by a bee. Never, not once. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it feels like. So never at any point just felt a bzz. Never been stung by a bee before. Hmm. Yep. First world problems, man. That's how it goes. Here I am thinking I got stung by a bee. I don't even feel it at this point. Exactly. That's why I was curious about that, because I, I don't even know what it feels like to get stung by a bee. I don't know if it's super painful. I don't know if it feels like nothing. I mean, apparently it, it feels like nothing. Well, I don't know. I've been stung by plenty of bees in my life, but I think probably oh. the way I would describe it is just, just like the top of a tack, just going like prick. But just like, like barely. No, I'd say a little in. And then okay. it comes out. And you're like, ah, oh, I got stung, but it just lingers and then it grows and then it kind of like swells and you see a hole. Okay. I, I, I could kind of envision what that might feel like. Yeah. Right. So it's not pleasant, but it's nothing crazy. Yeah. You won't get it's It won't put you on the sidelines. How about that? <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Well, I don't know. I technically don't know if I'm allergic to being stung by bees or not so who knows it's only one way to find out nick Barker versus the bee (laughs) (laughs) pay-per-view oh boy they should have sent me in to take care of the murder hornets that's what it should have been you know it's funny my stepbrother's flag football team is named yeah the murder hornets oh i love that i love that Bob Johnson, Murder Hornets. Hell yeah. Well, I think they're going to kill it out there. What do you think? Ba-dumps. Ha. Ha-ha. <laughs> H-Man, I'm not going to lie. This might be the worst Wi-Fi you've ever had in Alwab history. Half of the time, bad. I see your face. It's, it's you just looking at me with no expression, and then like, a second later i'm like oh okay he did laugh at that joke but yeah it's uh you got 5g or what's going on here can you what kind of wi-fi are you working with can you at least hear me i can it's not it's not that i can't hear you and that we're not gonna be able to do the show it's just that it's quite horrible that's all i'm saying okay you know what i think we this is the time that we cue some choosy music here and we'll we're gonna go on a tour do 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 wait hold on do 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 for those of you at home uh h-man is wearing not a jurassic park shirt but an orchard park shirt i get it yeah the only difference between it and a jurassic park shirt is the word orchard. So, yeah, it's very Bills fan. Very it's got a buffalo. It actually, if you look on it a little closer, I'll put it closer for Nick Bacher to see and for the fruit. Okay. Oh, to, it's, it's not a stadium. Dinosaur. 
It's a Buffalo. It's and a Buffalo. A stadium. Okay. There are more differences than I thought. Yes. I feel like, uh, I feel like Andy Dwyer when he goes to the doctor after losing his tooth and he shows Ron Swanson, the book, and he circles two totally different pictures and said, I found all five differences. And that's just what I feel like right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So anyway, shout out 26 shirts. I believe this shirt benefited somebody that had leukemia. $7 of the proceeds went to that. So, you know, H man, I could have made such a better reference. Um, but yes, I, I hate to cut that off because that's that's a really cool thing. So my apologies, but it's okay. I could have made a much better reference there to the Creed Bratton um, when he's manager, finding the differences in the pictures that are identical. Um, so shame on me. But you know what? I redeemed myself. It's all good. There's no differences. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. So uh, now the question for you, Nick. Yes, sir. Can you see and hear me better? I can see and hear you much better. And yeah, I, I don't know what's up with that corner of the room versus the other one, but I'm digging it. It's very interesting because I think, and no, I did pause. That wasn't my computer. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> no, I'm just going to do that the rest of the show. Just like randomly stop talking so you think my computer is glitching. Only to find out <laughs> it's going to work. It's not the case. It's going to work. <laughs> no. <laughs> so Nick Bacher has been to the, uh, what do we want to call this? The rage room? Yes, the rage room. That's what I'm calling it. That's where we're, that's where I'm currently broadcasting from tonight. And we watched mm -hmm. the Celtics Knicks game down in the rage room. And Nick, let me ask you. We did. did we quality... watched the tail end of it. Did the quality of the broadcast hinder in any way during the entire viewing experience? H man, I could have swore you had an Ethernet cable plugged into that baby. I mean, it, I was feeling great. It was, it was beautiful. A great game to watch. Yeah. Yeah. You had no idea. But I guess if I move to the other corner, oh boy. We're Damn. now going well, to three bars. Dun dun dun. Well, that will definitely be the corner where you sit down, not the corner where your television is. Well, it's a good thing my television has wheels. Yes, that's true. TV and I, wheels. Baby. I'm not joking. I have wheels on my television. Yes, he does. I it's saw pretty him. great, too. It's pretty cool. I'm thinking of just putting everything I own on wheels after seeing that. <laughs> just have your uh, your kitchen table be on wheels. Exactly. Your... I, I don't have a kitchen table, but yes. Put your couch on wheels. I'm totally into that. How about yeah. your bed on wheels? There's a lot of people that have their bed on wheels. I am not one of them. I feel like maybe this is something to consider. Uh, just everything on wheels. You just walk into your house and you never know where anything's going to be. Everybody's on rollerblades. Yeah. I mean, people on wheels. Just everything on wheels. Even on ice. Rollerblade uh, on ice. Food on wheels. Everything on wheels. Okay. Well, it, anyway. Yeah, this is getting weird. <laughs> um, did you have anything specific you wanted to talk about during Shoot the Shit? I don't, moving sucks. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell us why you think it sucks, H-Man. Well, I'm also moving variety of materials into a house 
it's I I don't know what's the worst part of it. Moving a couch, moving the miscellaneous items, because I think those are the most tedious. Like the couch is like the big ticket item, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think every guy's just like, okay, I get to move the couch today. Like it's a very masculine thing. But nobody yeah, I, I felt very masculine after I paid uh big lots delivery $150 to bring it in and up the stairs for me. It was a, it was negotiation in the words of the guy from Zohan. Price line negotiator. Exactly. Even though not even, not even close, (laughs) but actually funny story about the couch. Typically you see people trying to maneuver the thing through like a front door or something. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, Somebody calling me? I think oh somebody's calling me. Oh boy. Who could have been? But I don't know where my phone is. Oh, there's my phone. This don't, podcast is brought to you by don't. random things. Yes. That's okay. That's what shoot the shit is all about. It's yeah. Right? Okay. It's not important at the moment. Okay. Sounds good. Um so those people, couches, front door. Everyone tries to try to sneak it through, take the door off, you know, that kind of stuff. Not at H-Man Estates. Mm. We carried it around to the backyard, up the patio, and through the sliding glass door in the back. Oh, beautiful. I like it. Not an issue. Just needed to put some muscles down. That probably was so much easier than sneaking it through that narrow hallway in between the front door and the living room. That's my thought. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, I have some narrow walkways in my new house. H man estates. Yeah. Not the best for claustrophobic people. (laughs) Well, only a couple spots. It's nothing crazy, but yeah, it just, when you're putting a couch through it, it's a little narrow. That's all I'd have to say. Right. But uh, you get to my original point. Like the couch is like a very masculine event, right? It make, it kind of makes you feel like, er, I picked up this giant couch, like testosterone's running, right? All right. Well, I but know I, who's moving my couch when I move into my next apartment or house. But moving the boxes, I think, is one of the worst parts of moving because – it's not like a single event, right? You're just, if it just feels like you pick up the box, you put the box down. You pick up the box, you put the box down. You pick up the box. Yeah. It kind of, it's a little repetitive. Yeah. It's not it as, is. not as engaging. It certainly is. I think you, you don't go up and be like, I can't wait to move boxes. Like, no, no, you can wait to move the boxes. But the couch is like, I got to get that couch in because you get the couch in nap time starts you can have nap time in your house that's when you're officially in your new house apartment whatever you are and by establishing couch you've established nap time and television very true so big ones those are big ones i like it so i'm gonna go on the record as my hot take today moving boxes the regular boxes most annoying part of moving Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think uh, that's a good opportunity to kind of go through your stuff and throw out anything you don't actually use 
and then it limits the boxes by quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's a big difference. I'm moving into a, I moved into one one bedroom apartment. You moved into a full sized three story townhouse. So I mean, obviously you're gonna have more stuff you're moving in than me. Um, and you moved in two people instead of one. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Like moving in for me, the most imp- the most annoying thing for me was just how expensive it was to buy all the new shit. Um, like I got to get a couch. Uh, luckily, my mom helped me out with stuff for a bed and an actual bed. Um, my dad helped me out with some other stuff, but it's, I mean, I still was a few grand in just between security deposits, first month's rent, all the other crap you got to buy. It's just, that's what annoyed me the most. Oh, the miscellaneous expenses. Yeah, in, indeed. And they've only continued uh, since I, you know, continued to live on my own. So just brace yourself, H man. I'm sure you actually already know. Oh, oh, a month oh. into the actual payments for this but oh you know, yeah living on your own is uh i feel like i'm spending money every single day on something mostly food but i digress is this what it's gonna sound like when we have the special podcast before hanley's wedding of chris hanley and george chamberlain hosting lwab i think this is what it's gonna sound like I think it will. Uh, Except this is just two people in their 20s complaining about living. Yeah. I've been complaining about living for quite some time, H-Man. But, but I'm just... Aim for the bushes. Dark joke. I'm just kidding. Dark uh, humor. Okay. There we go. All right. Uh, that's how we do things around here. But yeah. Yeah. So also sports related because, you know, this is a sports podcast. It is? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I thought this was a moving podcast. Yeah. I could have swore. Producer H-Man and Nick Barker. Move your shit. Hell yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk about the bill schedule real quick. All right. So, four primetime games and a Carolina Flex Saturday. Could be a Saturday night at Highmark Stadium. Oh, boy. Did you mean the Ralph H-Man? I did. I still call it the Ralph. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on now. That's a great you know, that's be better t-shirt. than that. That's a great t-shirt. I have a lot of cool t-shirts. Yes, you do. I one of these days we're gonna have a soda if it's a slow week. It's just gonna be H Man's t-shirts. Yes. That's right. It gets even slower than this conversation, folks. Just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> this is already kind of the slow sports week. We'll talk about NBA soon. Oh, it's actually not that slow of a sports week, H-Man. Well, slower than, well, I guess it's not super slow. Liberty had a big week. Yeah. Uh, Red Stars are back this yep. weekend. I mean, we got a lot of stuff going on. Yep, you're right, you're right, you're right. Got sports Sportsmageddon. That's right. But anyway. What, we, what we've been in since September. Just not. I'm not going to do the pick the Bills thing until we get closer because – Frankly, why would I just do that? And then now we just sit here and wait a few months and mm-hmm. watch the world unfold. Yeah. But I will say this. The Bills away schedule seems pretty difficult. Their home schedule, not too bad. Okay. Not, not too bad. Like, obviously, Tampa on the road, that's a tough game. Kansas City on the road, that's a tough game. New Orleans on the road on Thanksgiving night. That probably will be a tough game just for the environment purposes. Mm-hmm. 
Also, shout out to full capacity stadiums coming back, guys. Hell yeah. Look at that. This is beautiful. Nature is healing itself. Yes, it is. But then if you look at the home games, I mean, the Bills home opener against the Steelers, who knows what they're going to look like. Oh, that'll be fun. The football team with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick never really does well in an opposing team's jersey at the Ralph. I mean, what if it's Heineke by then? Uh, so could be. hot. Want to touch the Heineke? <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Don't Mess with the Zohan in theaters 14 years ago. H-Man, that was actually from Billy Madison. Oh, was it really? Yes. Well, I knew it was Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah that's what I was just going to say. Yep. So, okay, you got the football team. You got the Texans. Oh, boy. Terod back in town. Terod's back in town. Back in town. Mm. Mm. Terod's back in town. Terod's back. Terod is back. Okay. <laughs> that might be one of the greatest producer H-Man songs of all time. <laughs> I like it. Oh, my God. That was fantastic. Why do I feel like Watson's going to play that game, though? I mean, I don't know what the hell's going to be going on. Um, I have no idea what to expect out of that situation. So I'm just going to predict that Watson just won't be playing this year. That's kind of what it seems like is going to happen. So Tarad time. Yeah. So anyway, going through the list of uh, Bill's home games here, they got the Jets, which I'm less proven otherwise i don't think that they're really necessarily a threat and also it's week 17 or week 18 week 18 that's gonna throw me off we all get it we all get it past this year mm, week mm. 18 the that Patriots, might be the week after we see the jets uh depending on what you and handley uh want to do yeah i need to talk to real estate agent h-man uh off air so real estate all. agent oh i'm sorry I, I, I was thinking about your, your other job. Um, Doctor H-Man? Agent. Tra- no, travel agent. You're like, you have seven different jobs, H-Man. And they're all very high quality. They are. I mean, I, I think you're lying about a few of them, to be honest. I, I may have gotten my degree from like Trump University on a couple. Oh, yeah. I th- he said it was valid. I got to take a picture next to the cutout of them. Fair enough. A- anyway, so... Dolphins, who the heck knows? I thought they were going to draft the quarterback. They didn't. Um, really? Huh. Okay. I I don't know. There's something about Tua, man. I don't know. He's kind of the – he's one – like, if I were to compare him to a fruit, he's like a kiwi. Some days, tastes really good. Other days, it's not good at all. And look. I will tell. Some games, like, I think you could tell, like, especially when he got started, he was throwing the ball extremely well. That game against Kyler was, like, the big deal. Mm-hmm. Once we got towards the end of the season, it kind of looked like the Kiwi got expired. Interesting. So, I don't know. Loving the reference, H-Man. I'm going to start comparing quarterbacks to fruit. I like it. That will be a sode. <laughs> <laughs> we already got two sodes. We got the T-shirt show, and then we got the fruit show. That's right. The fruit for the fruit. Damn right. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. 
Oh, that's a money one right there. So anyway, the Patriots on Monday night at home. That's going to be exciting. Late mm-hmm. December, or was it early December? Monday night football. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then who else do they have coming in? Well, they have, well, the Panthers at home. I, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to be super competitive this year. Sam Darnold. Yeah. That, they're a tough team. They're a tough team to read. They really are. They, yeah. I mean, they could be three. Falcons too. They're also coming to, they're also coming to Buffalo too. Okay. Well, that's a tough offense to stop, but the defense, I feel like not going to do anything. Yeah. So I think you guys will be all right. You're right though. Time will tell. We'll see, but I just, mm-hmm. the home game schedule looks pretty favorable for the bills. The away schedule though, that just looks like a nightmare. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think you guys are one of the best teams in the league, so I, I think know, maybe are going to be afraid to play you rather than vice versa. You'll definitely get the A game from everybody. That's for sure. Yeah, I guess that's a good point, too. But Also, I'm not really a big fan of the Bills week two having to go to Miami. Like, Why I know not? they've won there before early, early September, but it gets really hot there. Like, yeah. obnoxiously hot. I mean... You know, they're gonna have to go there once every year. So I know it's a part of the deal, but I I'm just more commentary on that. That's gonna be yeah. That that's a toughie. But Sunday night football against the Chiefs, that might be one of the biggest games Uh, of the season. That the Bills, the Bills are gonna be one of the participants of it. So yeah, I think that's pretty sweet. Hell yeah. So also before we pass this baton over to Nick Bocker to go sprint us home here. Want to do a quick shout out. Bruce Dortmund, DFP Polkel champs. They took down RB Lebzeg four to one in the German cup final, bringing back the hardware. A lot of lost season this year, not a lost season and, and qualified for the UEFA champions league. So oh, this is yeah. where, this is where European European football rather confuses me. Okay. Because I, I told you this when you mentioned this to our chat, but I was at the gym getting on the elliptical, hopping on mm-hmm. the lippy, if you will. And uh, a little lippy action. Hopping on the lippy. Or was it the stairs? Either way, I look at the TV and I see Dortmund hoisting a trophy. And I was like, aren't they like seventh in Bundesliga? Like, how is this happening, right? What exactly did they win? And then H-Man kind of explained it to me, but I still was left confused. You need another explanation, Nick. I don't know if I can handle another explanation, H-Man, but that's exactly why I want one. Okay, beautiful. Today's next installment of Hunter Explains Soccer. <laughs> he make. He make, Hedda. So, now you're thinking of Bundesliga, right? Mm-hmm. Bundesliga, they play every team in the league twice. When whoever has the most points, three points for a win, one point for a draw. Okay. Whoever gets the most points wins Bundesliga. Right. Now, there's another competition that they play in. Okay. It's the DFP Pokal, which is German for the German Cup. Gotcha. And every team in Bundesliga qualifies. Every team in Bundesliga 2 qualifies. Oh, damn. Every team in Bundesliga 3 qualifies. 
Oh, damn. <laughs> and then the original champions of what would be Bundesliga 4, but they cut the Bundesligas at this point because when you're in 4, there's, like, different regions of Bundesliga. Damn. So, like, okay. I would explain it like it's, the, like, the Sunbelt Conference, the the SWAC, the the Mac. Mac. Like, yeah. Like, okay. It's like that level. Okay. They they only get get one team in. So this sounds like it's a full out sixty four team March Madness. It's March Madness only soccer. German soccer. German soccer. All right, you have piqued my interest, H man. Um, and one would say the German Cup, the way that they have it organized is the most entertaining and competitive tournament because other countries do something similar, but they give like the top tier teams like buys, like in the NFL, they get a bye week. Uh huh. They don't give the top teams a bye week. Oh, okay. So Byron Munich had to play in round one, just like the regional champs of one of the Bundesliga four teams. Yeah. And to make this even better. Munich lost in the second round to a team that was in Bundesliga three. Damn. Yeah, I was I was gonna ask about Bayern because I was like, well, if all the Bundesliga makes it, then I mean, I gotta hear how Bayern did. Like somebody obviously upset them in a huge way because I learned recently that Bayern has won the Bundesliga for like eight straight seasons. Yeah. Something crazy like that. Yeah. Um, so I mean, obviously they seem to be unbeatable at certain points. So that's interesting. That Well, they're the ninth that. wealthiest professional sports team in the world. Yeah, I, I believe it. I believe it. But so they got upset by a team that's in Bundesliga 3, which no big deal. Dortmund beat them 5-0 in the semifinal. But the fact that the Bundesliga 3 team went to the semifinal, though, Mm. is the exact reason why the German Cup is amazing. Very nice. So, shout out Dortmund. Pokal champs. Shout out to Dortmund. Um, yeah, cool. Cool um, beans, Batman. All right, cool take beans. it, Nick. <laughs> uh, so. A, a rough transition. All right, that's the only way we do things around here. So, um, oh, wow. First of all. It's only the first quarter. It's only eight minutes into the game, and the Grizzlies are up 27 to 6 on the Spurs. So it's looking like the Spurs season might be over in a couple hours. Um, But I digress. Um, I hate to make women's sports an afterthought, but I wanted to talk about this and shoot the shit rather than during the rest of the show. Um, And yeah. So um, the WNBA season is now underway. The Liberty, who went 2-20 and 20 in the Wubble, are currently 3-0. and 0. Wait, wait, um, wait, wait. What's their record? Their record is 3-0. and 0. Oh, it's music to my ears. After a tough 2-20 and 20 season, they have now surpassed their win total before even losing a game. Another side note, because I'm easily distracted, um, I'm on WNBA page on the ESPN app, 
there's currently a game between the sky and the dream going on and the channel listed is Facebook, um, which is not something I've seen before, but I've seen um, it before. Honestly, I could, I could imagine that that's not going to be the last time that happens. And we might be seeing more of that than actual broadcast channels in the future. But anyway, um, the Liberty, I looked last night and it's still true right now through three games out of 32. So doesn't say much, but through three games, the Liberty are the number one team in the WNBA. Let's go. And let's go. I, I, I hate to admit that I haven't quite followed this team closely enough to know this for sure, but from afar, it seems like obviously other things happen in the off season. Kia nurse was traded away. A lot of swaps, draft picks, but it seems like Sabrina Inescu is literally the difference between two and 20 and three and oh, and she just has been so good, as good as advertised. And she had that that, that tough injury um, to start the year last season and just missed the rest of the year. But she obviously put the work in since then, and she is as good as ever. She recorded the first triple-double in Liberty franchise history uh, the other night. And what I didn't realize is that there's only been – like eight triple doubles in WNBA history. And there's mm-hmm. only one team, only one franchise with multiple triple doubles. So I thought that was just like a crazy stat, but it actually isn't that weird in WNBA for a team to not have a triple double. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, as far as upcoming games for Liberty, they've got a big one coming up on Sunday in Chicago. I believe that's who Candace Parker plays for now. Yep. And that is on one o'clock at one o'clock on ESPN. I am hoping and praying that the Knicks game against the Hawks is not at that same time because what a doubleheader that would be. Um, because it's confirmed the Knicks and Hawks will play their game one in at the Garden on Sunday. And I'm just hoping that this Liberty Sky game doesn't interfere because that's going to be. A lot of fun, um, but yeah, really good start to the season and really cool. Um, looking forward to seeing what they continue to do. Sabrina Inescu, I'll say it again, I'm no expert in WNBA, but she might be already one of the best guards in the game. And she's played five games, three of them this year. So there's that about the Liberty. Um, don't forget to watch on Sunday on the SPN, 1 o'clock. That's going to be a great game. But I digress towards the NWSL. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go there. Yep. Now, I need to I, – I don't know if we're doing Nick on the Knicks today. I feel like we should, but I don't know, and that's not my call. But – Well, we will be but, talking oh, I, I, about – Okay. I, I, don't, I don't even want to know. Okay, no spoilers. Now – Chicago and Atlanta are playing each other right now. Now, by assimilation, do you want Atlanta to lose this game because the Knicks are playing the Hawks? I want the Liberty to win. I want the Knicks to win. Um, You don't want anybody to lose that. The Liberty are undefeated. 
So they don't need to worry about anybody right now. Okay. And the Knicks, all playoff seedings are set. So they don't have anybody to worry about right now. So I think the mindset, admit for me as a fan, is usually just go out and win. Don't worry about what else happens. Obviously, for standings reasons during the regular season, that's not quite exactly how it goes. But now that it's playoffs for the Knicks, that's all I have to worry about. I, maybe, I just didn't know if we maybe had Maybe getting upset would be nice. Maybe that okay. would be nice. But okay. um, I don't know. I, at the same time, it's, you know, if you're worried about that, then you're, you're just yeah. not enjoying your own team's journey quite enough. Because I was just thinking that this would be like Michigan, Ohio State, like the whole hate week kind of thing where, like, you just don't want Atlanta to win in anything. Well, you're talking to the wrong guy, H. I know. That's more of a I, I don't thing. get into that kind of stuff. I mean – that's I, I've always thought that was kind of childish, you know, but no, it's, part of, it's part of sports. It's fine. It's part of sports. I just I never maybe when I was really young, um, I got into that kind of stuff. But as I got older, I just didn't see the appeal anymore. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm the wrong guy to ask that question. About OK, me. that's fair. Yeah, as I have a 12 year old brother that his hockey team starting his their playoff run tonight and. Man, is there nothing good being said about the Edmonton Oilers in that house? Woo. <laughs> Woo. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Okay. Um, All right. NWSL. Let's talk NWSL, Red NWSL. Um, we are finally into the actual regular season. Um, the Red Stars did not do incredibly well in the Challenge Cup. I believe I believe it was the Challenge Cup it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, but laid an egg. We decided, we decided that it didn't matter because it's not the actual season. Um, and this is the actual season. And the Red Stars, they have a game this Saturday against formerly known as Sky Blue FC, now known as New York, New Jersey, Gotham. Ew. I kinda, I'm kind of liking it. I don't like it at Look all. Look at this logo, H-Man. Look at this logo. I know it's mirrored. And very small. Yeah, I, I I see it. I'm I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Why do we need to bring Batman into this? Gives me some uh gives me some liberty vibes, not gonna lie. Um the Gotham's logo. But anyway. Well that's uh, what you expect from a franchise that try to be jerks in that semifinal against the Chicago anyway. <laughs> All hate for Sky Blue FC exists in the past now because so does They're- their name. Oh, sorry. I don't like Gotham now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope the listeners can hear that eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all heard it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Red Stars, they got a game this Saturday against Gotham. It's going to be on at 8 p.m. I unfortunately do not know um, how you can watch it because it's not listed on ESPN. I would imagine Twitch is usually a good go-to. Um, but yeah, that's what's coming up. There's also a game next Wednesday, and that will be hosting the new club, Kansas City. We'll be hosting them at the Geek. I believe that's how it works. I believe the home team is listed second in soccer. Um, but either way, it's against Kansas City. It's going to be a Wednesday at 8. Once again, no television means listed. But anywho... Keep an eye out for the Red Stars. Keep an eye out for the NWSL. H-Man says it all the time. The best professional soccer league in the United States. And he is totally right about that. So, I mean, 
watch it. Watch it if you can. Um, NWSL and WNBA. There is no shortage of sports going on right now. We got yeah. the Olympics coming up twice in the next nine months. I mean, shit is crazy. Not to mention football. Football, yeah, football. with full stands. I mean, I, I have no reason to do anything in my free time except for watch sports for the next year. It's yeah. going to be outstanding. Well, but, and yeah, I mean, I feel like in July, August, mm-hmm. like if I'm not wearing the colors red, white, and blue during the whole Olympic run, what am I doing with my life? Exactly. Exactly. Because like here, here's the thing about this, Nick, is, is that this is the rare once every five years Olympics. That's right? right. We almost have like a new generation coming in. Like this isn't even just like, you know, you might have like a lingering star or two come through. It's going to be lots of new people because anyone that was 24, 23 mm-hmm. during the, what was the games in 16? Was it Rio? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Rio. Yeah, five years, they're like almost in their 30s. So that's true. Got all these new young athletes coming in, like it's a whole new wave. And in three years, we're probably going to see them again. Yeah, that is true. Like, that is what's so exciting because, like, we might actually get like revenge matches. Like, this is like the once in a lifetime Olympic cycle where like things are going to be like a fresh canvas coming in. And then three years later, we're going to probably see most of these people battle each other again. Like, how freaking cool is that? We're going to average an Olympics once a year over the next three years, if you think about it. Yeah, because then summer will be so because we had two and one, we went yeah. two years, and then we get summer again. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Oh man. I cannot wait. Also, before you go, uh our our red stars are still in last place right now. And I well, would like they're in last place because they're O and O, are they not? No, they played a game already. Are you sure it's not the Challenge Cup standings? No, I got the United States NWSL standings right here. Oh, okay. Well, I totally dropped the ball on that one. I thought it was their first game coming up this Saturday. Um, but but regardless, regardless, I would like to make an announcement here. Yes, H-Man. I would like to retract a statement that I said during the NWSL draft. Oh, boy, that goal differential in one game. Okay. Yeah, sorry. yeah. Sorry. Go on, H-Man. Actually, no, wait. I'm, I'm sorry. I had this right. We need defense. Yeah, I mean. We need defense. Like, here's the deal, right? So, I've been on my high horse for a while. And what? who did they draft with the number three pick? Defense. I, I don't remember. Or no, not defense. Offense. A yep. forward. How many times have I been complaining that that back line needs help? Like, they need help stat. They're losing their first game 5-0. They were getting torpedoed in the Challenge Cup. Where is the cry for help on defense? Like, I don't know if they do trades or not in the NWSL. I don't know if the transfer window's open. I don't know. American soccer confuses me. But (laughs) I say that almost with (laughs) That was the most douchiest thing I've ever said. Um, But... We need defense. We need someone to help because Alyssa Nayer can't be the only line of defense and Julie Ertz can't be the only person back there trying to defend this stuff. Like we need another center back. At least if we get an outside back. Fine. I'm cool with it too, but we, we just need, we need some help. We need help. There's a popular saying H man that um, 
offense sells tickets to the geek, but defense wins championships. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I had to take, this was 80% joking, but I had to take that goals win games when you brought up this concern before, but you nailed it on the head H man. You were right. Um, we lost five nil in game one. And maybe that's why I don't even realize we played. Maybe I knew we played and I decided to erase it from my memory, but, uh, either way, I'm going to, all I have to say is long season H man, long season H man. You never know, Bill. It's going to be a What's long season with my liver, the way this is going. What's it to you? Go Bills. Amen. All right. Well, uh, that being said, um, H-Man kind of alluded to it. We have a very huge Knicks topic to talk about um, in the upcoming sode. So let's get the shindig started. Here 45 comes, minutes into the show. Here come. Is it only 35? Damn. 45. Okay. 45. Oh, okay. We're, we're on pace. Don't worry. No, I think, well, last sode, I think the majority of our sode was before the intro. So, I mean, that's... It was more than half. Yeah, I, I think that's just beautiful. But either way, here's the best intro in sports. dum ba dum 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 ba dum da 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 scooby dooby doo dum dum da 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 scooby dooby doo dum dum da 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 scooby dooby doo is wonderful i got goosebumps i was just planning on having a regular conversation about the knicks but you gave me a great idea to bring back nick on the knicks oh however i didn't think we would ever do nick on the knicks again so i deleted the nick on the knicks intro sound from my laptop because I'm, I'm a minimalist to the point where I delete everything I think I'm never going to use again. It's very bad, but it's who I am, so shut up. Anyway, I do have saved the Handley Hot Take music, so we will be playing that to preface the first Nick on the Knicks in months. Experts say he created fake news. But he wants to prove you wrong. It's time for Handley's Hot Take. Oh, give me this. I'm ready. Let's talk Knicks! Let's talk Knicks! Let's go! Let's go! 
I'm in Ladies love. and gentlemen, your New York Knicks will be hosting a playoff series starting on Sunday. The Knicks got the number four seed against all odds. They went into April about a 500 team. They went on that nine-game winning streak, or was it eight? I don't know. Either way, we went on that winning streak. I think we lost three or four games the rest of the year, and we came up big. And on the last day of the season, just barely, we clinched that four seed. It's a great feeling. This whole season has been just a ton of fun. And I've been waiting. I say this every so when we talk about the Knicks. I'm just so excited to see what they actually do in the playoffs. I think with this specific matchup and with home court advantage, and a lot of experts been saying, well, both teams don't have playoff experience, and that's always a good thing because it's not going to affect who wins. Um, yeah, I personally think the Knicks are going to win this series. I have a bet in with CPA Bill, um, and I'm not a betting man. But uh, I decided to go go in for it. Um, I won't tell you the details of the bet, but it's I promise you it's nothing crazy. Um, and <laughs> H-Man tends to defer on that. But either way, um, another good thing I noticed is that this kind of goes against the point I was talking about earlier in the last segment. But um, we technically, if we make it to the conference finals, we would not have to go through the nets until the conference finals, the way we are seated and the way the bracket works. So uh, I think we'd have to go through Philly first. And honestly, as good as Philly is, I'd rather play them than the nets. So uh, I'm thinking a way ahead, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I know I'm going to definitely be watching some of these playoff games with H-Man, but uh, it's just, it's awesome, man. It's really cool. And uh feels good. Feels really good. Nick Clocker. Oh my God. Where do we, where do I begin here? (laughs) For a year and a half on this show or a year or whatever long we've been doing this. I don't even know. Every day feels like March 13th of 2020. Although today with the mask coming off, that changed a little. Yes. That felt like March 14th of 2020. Yeah. We're getting close. We're starting to go backwards in time now. (laughs) I, I, the whole point of your part of the original podcast was to talk about just how God awful this team is or was. And it was, it was just ironic. It was funny. There was definitely a lot of backhanded comments between myself and our now rugby analyst, Billy Van Appledorn. <laughs> yeah. There was. And it, it, it was all fun and games. But God damn it, the New York Knicks might actually win a playoff series. They might. And you know what, Nick? I'm I'm sitting here looking at this Hawks roster. Are they loaded? Absolutely. But do I see a lot of forwards and not a lot of shooters? I see that too. And I see a team that plays defense, plays gritty, goes to the basket. It will take threes on occasion. That's the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, the Knicks are going to win this series. I think they are, man. I really do. I think the Knicks are win- I'm I'm calling it. The it's going to be good, but I, do, I honestly think the Knicks are better 
as good as the Hawks are. And I, I thought that this team was going to have a flat tire at some point, the way that Thibodeau was running them. I, I give him credit. He knew how to run his team. That's good coaching right there. RJ Barrett, RJ Barrett played and started all 72 games this year. Julius Randle has had Julius one of the best seasons. Has had one of the best seasons New York Knicks has had since Carmelo Anthony the year that yep. they made the playoffs. Exactly. Now, perhaps the best season since then. Now, do I don't think that they're going to go more than a round. Like if they or not more than the round, one more, one more round. So I think yeah. they'll probably the second round is probably where we'll see the drop here because I think that's when the level of play goes up, whether they play. Yeah. I mean, what like you got the Bucks, the Sixers, the Nets, those, those three teams seem to be in like a different tier, but yeah, we would play either the Sixers or um, the eight seed, the winner of the Boston and uh Whoever the hell else they have Boston. Oh, they don't do receding. Well, they no, they don't. It's okay. bracket style. So we okay. would either play Philadelphia, Boston, or Indiana in the okay. second round, but most likely Philadelphia. Okay. So hockey yeah. is weird sometimes. They're doing receding in some parts. I didn't know if the NBA does that. I don't. I don't mind receding, but it usually isn't needed in the NBA, to be honest. <laughs> See, I've always been a fan of whoever is the number one seed should just pick their opponent. Pick their opponent. Yeah. Very interesting. I don't mind that. I think it's a fun idea. I'm thinking about how that works out mathematically, like with all the other matchups, but no. Oh. Or they could just have second seed pick. Their opponent after first of who's yeah the that's how you do it. it's like first seed would pick their opponent then second then third and then fourth gets whatever's left uh, over. Those playoff series would get gritty because those teams those lower seeds would take some offense to who they. Oh, I'm up. sorry. The one seed wants to play us. Okay. Exactly. Right. Game Seriously. on, bud. Game on. Yeah. And then yeah. there would be the five seed like pretending like the four seed picked them even though it was process of elimination. And I don't really think too much would change, but if you had a matchup that was yeah. really good against one team, I think that's probably the only time that you wouldn't take the worst team. Yeah. No, I think so. But hmm. no, I've always been so anyway, I don't I don't know why we got into this, but yeah, the Sixers. Yeah, that that's a problem. That's yeah, a problem for the Knicks. I don't I don't think it'd go that well against the Sixers. But you know what though? Before. Second round of the playoffs. You probably would have, if you would have opened up the season thinking, oh, I wonder how the Knicks are going to do. And I said that they would be the number four seed and they'd be hosting a game at MSG for game one. And mm -hmm. if it were to go seven, game seven would be at the Garden. And perhaps more fans than game one because of the way New York State's letting loose right now. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I mean, I think the garden's going to be popping for the first time in a yeah. really long time. I I would have told you, I'll take it, man. So well, I mean, and you know what? Did you it. see? Did you see what De Blasio did when they were announcing about the crowds? Yeah, who cares? I mean, do you think that the Knicks players probably saw that and be like, oh, just like the same reason, like the eight, someone would take the like the one team would take the lower team, be like, oh, okay, you don't want to support us, okay. So yeah, for, for our fruit, uh, de Blasio mayor of New York city, he was seen wearing Nets merchandise, um, over and, you know, instead of the Knicks, honestly, I think the Knicks are kind of used to that. 
at this point. I know a lot of the mindset around it is, oh, it'll always be a Knicks town, but at the same time, the Nets are the better team right now. And I think the Knicks have been dealing with that all year. So I don't think it's anything new for them. Um, yeah. But about the uh, CDC guidance restrictions, I was saying to you guys last weekend, I have nothing to complain about this season. But if I were to complain about one thing, it would be that MSG is not going to be packed to capacity for that playoff series. And I, the whole year, I haven't missed the fans that much. But the last few games, I've been thinking, damn, I just see empty stands because all the fans are up higher. And if MSG was packed and just roaring for these playoff games, that game one, oh, my God. It's going to be awesome anyway, but that would have just made it so much better. And I guess there's still technically a chance it happens if, in the words of John Mulaney, a lot of people get really cool about a lot of stuff really quickly. I think that's a direct quote. Um, but I don't know. I, I think either way, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm hoping H-Man, maybe um, if the Knicks make it to the second round or, God forbid, this series goes to seven, um, that'll be at least a couple weeks out where maybe if they restrict it to only vaccinated people, they can pack MSG possibly. I don't know how that's going to work. Most likely not, but... We have some Lloyd Christmas probability on that, but that's, I guess, the one thing that I will wish would have happened is first how special a season it's been. Um, it would have been really cool to see MSG packed, but either way, I'm ready to go, H man. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I, I'm even thinking too. If what they said, fifty percent of New York State has vaccines right now. Yep. They could do that. They could, but that's an interesting thought. Not, yeah, I was just thinking of that, and I mean, I don't know. I it seems like it's not going to happen, but I would love for it to happen. Because I think they still want to open it up for everybody. I think that's kind of what the problem is. Yeah, we're in a really tough spot with that. Really, everything, but including this, where you, yes, there is a way of totally reopening only for vaccinated people, but that becomes becomes a dangerous game because you are, you're, I, I guess, discriminating, I guess is the best word to use, based upon a medical condition, based upon whether or not you have this vaccine. And I get it. It happens in schools. Um, you can't get into a school unless you have certain vaccines. I understand that. But for us to implement that into every part of society. I mean, I, I'm not sure exactly how I feel about that. So uh, I just don't know how feasible that is. And, you know, I guess I'm, you know, I'm no political scientist by any means, but those are kind of my thoughts on that. All I'm going to say is you can go to the grocery store now without a mask on, but you can't go to a sporting event without one. So. <laughs> I guess so H man, I guess. Yeah. So. Although I went to Wegmans today and, Nobody seemed to have their masks off, so I'm not sure if Wegmans is actually – I don't actually think they've technically enforced anything at Wegmans for customers. But I, I think know. after like a couple months, nobody wanted to be the mask police anymore. Yeah, true. But I don't know. I still saw everybody with their masks today, but maybe over the next week that'll drop down. I think some people forgot. 
it could have been. I mean, we're all so used to it. It feels like, oh, okay. Oh, I'm still wearing my mask. I didn't even realize. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Wegmans is one of them for sure. Tops is another one. I think they're at least giving it a try. Okay. You can go to Starbucks with that one. Okay. I'm Starbucks in. is there. Chipotle, you can. Okay. Again, all these places are on the honor system. You can go to the zoo with that one. Interesting. Well, that's outside, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that one's a little different. Yeah. The only place that I know right now that's at least enforcing it outside of like typical workplaces is just the uh, Strong Museum. Okay. It's the only one. They're keeping it as is. Just Well, they got a lot of kids there, too, so that makes sense. Yeah. But... And kids can't get the vaccine yet, at least if yeah. you're 12. So, right. Yeah. And 12 to 15 couldn't get it until last weekend, I think. So, I mean, <laughs> probably most of them aren't vaccinated either. Yeah. Fact, not, none of them are fully vaccinated now. That would be impossible. So, yeah, exactly. So, anyway, um, that being said, H Man, this has been Nick on the Knicks. All right. You can remove the cap. Thank you. I can't think of a sound to play for the next segment we have here, so I'm going to once again play the Handley Hot Take music. Experts say he created fake news. But he wants to prove you wrong. It's time for Handley's Hot Take. H-Man, um, I think, I don't know if you've got a two minutes in the box or not, or if you want to talk about how you're feeling about the Sabres going into the offseason, or if there's something else you had in mind, um, but I, I'm, I'm all ears. What do you got? Well, we could talk about the hockey team in Buffalo, but by the advice of my therapist, I think that's a bad idea. Fair enough. So that, there's some back comments being made upstairs. So <laughs> why why don't we just do two minutes in the box? Two minutes in the box. Okay. And actually, I'm now moving to the floor. I like it. The box has not been working. So we're. <laughs> I was sitting on a box trying to find better Wi-Fi. I thought I had a good setup. I don't. So here we are. Beautiful. It's, All right. We, it's preseason. <laughs> Alrighty, H man. All right. I am ready. Can you remind okay. our listeners the rules? Of course, as always, uh, this is two minutes in the box with H man. Um, this is where we give H man two minutes, exactly two minutes, no m- less than two minutes, but specifically no more than two minutes to talk about hockey. Um, so I didn't waste any time talking about hockey earlier no, when I get deductions, no, right? Yeah. He, uh, he, had the first deduction in Alwab history from two minutes in the box last week where he only got, I believe a minute and 50 seconds instead. I lost 10 seconds. Correct. Yes. But here you will have the full two minutes. Okay. No more than two minutes. H man. Okay. All right. Three, two, one hockey. The greatest season of all sports seasons is happening right now. The NHL Stanley cup playoffs. What a great time it is. East Division starting, Central Division, the Pacific Division. One division's starting a little bit late. Thank you, COVID. The North Division starting a little bit late. 
But today I'd like to comment about the North Division because now, in case you guys were wondering how a tournament works, you win, you advance. Well, you win two games in the North Division, and now who are you playing? Well, Canada is right now up in arms about how they're going to handle this. The NHL wants an answer relatively soon on how they're going to proceed, if they're going to let teams cross over the border, if Canadian teams would be able to play games in front of fans in America, if that would be something that would be functional or not. We saw a full house in Florida for the first games of Tampa Bay versus Florida. What an excellent sight that was. Battle of Florida in the playoffs, fans everywhere. Oh, that's what I miss hockey. But the question now becomes, what if Canada says no? What if Canada says you're not allowed to bring teams across the border? You're not allowed to have the Canadian teams come back unless they quarantine. So how do you handle that situation? Well, the NHL gave a really decent idea, or at least spitballed it a little bit. They kind of circled the airwaves on Sportsnet over in Canada the last couple of days. The city of Buffalo might get playoff hockey, as well as the MLB, as well as the Bills, obviously. They might be hosting the North Division team in Buffalo. I'm sorry, for a city that is really starving for hockey right now, and for good hockey, to kind of rejuvenize it, this is such a cool thing. I just wanted to mention it. I hope Buffalo is able to get the North Division champs. H man, that's that's very interesting. I would like to elaborate on that just okay. for a few seconds. Um, I, am I getting a major penalty? It's more than no, two. No, you are not. Um, oh. So, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, remind me or correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that the North Division will not have to play. Oh, no, that's not right. For some reason, I was thinking a Canadian team wouldn't have to play an American team until the cup final, but that's not true. They would have to play the next round. Yes, okay. So either way, let's say that a team from the North Division makes it into the cup final. Would that mean that we, are, we would have cup final games on the Erie Canal? Well, it's not on the Erie Canal. It's on Lake Erie. But, yes. Well, it's a possibility. Isn't, isn't the Sabres Arena on the Erie Canal? No, it's on a shipping... Well, I guess it's a shipping canal off the Erie Canal, but it's really off the Niagara River. It's complicated. On the Niagara River is what I meant to say, of course. <laughs> no, but I, I think it's interesting to think about this because, well... It seems like Buffalo kind of benefited from COVID sports. <laughs> Strangely enough. Yeah, because the Blue Jays are going to be coming here next month. They're going to have fans in the stands for that. Mm -hmm. And if they don't let the teams cross into Canada, they're probably going to have to host the teams here. And where are they going to go? Well, Buffalo's got a nice rink that's available. Mm -hmm. And they could have fans allowed to these games. Yeah. Like how how wild would that be? A Stanley Cup final in Buffalo, but the Sabres aren't one of the competitors. That would be awesome, and I really hope it happens. Um, so remind me who's left in the North Division H, man. Do you think any of those teams that are left have a shot at making it to the Cup final? So 
I'll go in reverse order here. Montreal, the four seed. Okay. They they're relying on a goaltender that's really old in case Carey or Corey Price. Um, that one might be tough. That that one might be tough, but if they do, in fact, Vance, the closest open rink right now that might host them probably would be Buffalo still. Okay. Uh, number three is Winnipeg. I could see them going to Minnesota before they go to Buffalo. Yep. But I don't think Buffalo is still off the table. Edmonton, that one's pretty far. Yeah. I'll be honest. That one's pretty far. They'd probably move that somewhere on the West, I'm thinking. Okay. But then number one is very intriguing, if you like this idea. The number one seed in the North Division, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay. Right across Lake Ontario. Yeah. There's a chance that this could happen, Nick. And you you do think the Montreal and Toronto have – they're good enough teams to possibly make it to that cup final. A cup final. Montreal now. Winnipeg now. Edmonton maybe. Toronto's probably the only one. Okay. All right. And obviously one of them is going to have to play in the United States at some point. So are we yeah. rooting? Are we rooting for Toronto to win the North Division H man? Are you willing to do that? For the sake of Buffalo? We know you don't like Toronto Maple Leafs, but I mean, I don't know, man. That this is a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> because like on one hand, this might be our only shot at getting a Stanley Cup final game in Buffalo for a long time. Yeah. But Toronto. Exactly. <laughs> I don't you know what, Nick? I'm gonna say this. I, I don't think I have the necessary information yet. I need to watch a couple playoff games okay. and see how I feel about this. Okay, fair enough. Um, I don't want Montreal to win, though. I no. don't like them. My brother, again, I've talked about this on the podcast many occasions. He's a huge Winnipeg Jets fan. If they were the team in the Stanley Cup final in Buffalo, I think I'd end up being at the game. Oh, that would be awesome. But at the same t- same time, too, like I don't think they can do it. They don't, they just don't, they don't have enough defense. Edmonton, they're good forward wise, at least in the top six. They have a couple of good defensemen, but their bottom six is pretty bad. Hmm. They, they kind of ride the coattails of McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, like you wouldn't believe. <sighs> yeah. The more I keep thinking about this, I think the most realistic shot or shot of a cup final in Buffalo is Toronto. Damn. Because they're they're just a complete team. Yeah. That that's a tough team to beat and they're hungry, which that's that's saying something the way that this league is, because you get a lot of teams that are just loaded on stars, but the backhand aren't isn't that good. Their fourth light is dirty. Because they have Thornton, Spetz, and Simmons. Mm. The more I keep talking about it, the more I like I like the story. I like the story and I like the players. It's just, that's like you ruined for the Cowboys. Like that's. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I feel you, man. But I, I, we need to revisit this. It's very Okay. It's a very interesting conversation, but either way, thank you for that H man. You're um, welcome. And um, 
I guess my next question is, do you have a football Friday for us? Do you have a visit from Coach Hunter for us? Oh, we're doing football Friday. Doing football Friday? Oh, we're doing football Friday. Okay. All right. Well, this is starting to feel like back when we had four guys in the sod, but we're going to take another break here and we got to play the football Friday music. Are we about to do I anything? love the music. You Look, they, they didn't get us last week, so True. we're extra just making music. up. Extra music. I feel you. Extra music. Extra time, extra music. Hell yeah. What are we about to do, H-Man? About to pick some motherfucking football. Let's do it. It's time for Football Friday. Yeah. Only on At Least We Have Our Ball. All right, H-Man, kick us off. Oh, are we going to kick it off? So, I would like to bring up the league that we already talked about a little bit earlier. And that is Bundesliga. Did you mean... Bundesliga. Oh, yeah. Now, the last week of the season is this Saturday. Every team is playing at 930. Damn, match day 34. Or is it 33? I don't know. I think it's 34. Yeah, 34. 34. Okay. I'm impressed. You know match day 34. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm surprised, not impressed. How does it feel that you just said that? Well, I corrected myself instantly because I didn't have confidence. So um, it doesn't feel great, but yeah. So we have, now this will be one of the most boring uh, Bundesliga finales in terms of the top of the standings. Okay. We got some week 18 vibes here. We all have major week 18 vibes. Okay. Munich's already won it. Leipzig, Dortmund, and Wolfsburg all have clinched spots in the Champions League, so there's no more spots open for that. Okay. For the Europa League, five and six, those are pretty much all set. Frankfurt's going to have five. Leverkusen's going to have six. The only thing that's really going on in terms of Europe qualifying is who's going to get the seventh spot, which that would qualify for Europa Conference League, which is like third tier. Bundesliga or third tier European competition. Okay. That's the one where like the winner of the Belarusian Premier League plays in. Hell yeah. Slutsk. So yeah, Slutsk. Exactly. So like <laughs> that that's the level of team that would be in there. So the only thing we got going on is FC Union Berlin in 40 with sub 47 points. Borussia Mockton Gladbach with 46. And then two teams with 45, Stuttgart and Freiburg. I guess they're all technically going to get it. If Berlin wins, they're clinched. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Berlin wins, they clinch. If they tie, Stuttgart wins, they advance. Um, Mucked and Gladbach, same deal. But they have the upper hand on Stuttgart and Freiburg. So it, all of this for third-tier European football. So... I don't know. I don't think it's really as juicy. It's just kind of a middle of the table kind of shocking for position there. But anyway, one of these teams are going to Europe. But that's not what I want to talk about today. 
Okay. The relegation battle for who's going to get demoted to Bundesliga 2. Oh, this is a spicy meatball. Ooh, okay. Drama. I love it. So, Schalke's out, which I'm actually a little sad about, Nick. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That's one of Dortmund's big rivals. Mm. So, to see them go to Bundesliga 2 is kind of sad. It's all right. They'll be back. They'll be back. And I hope a better team so their games are more competitive again. Yeah. They had a minus 60 goal differential. Damn, looking like the Red Stars. Uh-huh. Oof. Now, the reminder, the last two teams in Bundesliga get relegated, and the third worst team has to do a play-in game with the third best team in Bundesliga 2. And then if they win, they play the the two seed, and if they lose, they play the winner of the nine versus 10 seed, right? Uh, and then whoever wins that plays the Dallas Mavericks. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so let me share with you the competitors for this week. We have FC Cologne right now as the second worst team in the Bundesliga. Damn. You'd think they'd smell better than that. I know they've only won seven games this season. They have a goal differential of negative 27. They have 30 points. But a win and some help, they're going to stay in Bundesliga. Okay, well, that smells better. Now, here's the one that I think you you liked. Werder Bremen? You, Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I was trying to remember the ones you made jokes about. They have tied more games and haven't lost as many games as Cologne. But they're only one point ahead of Cologne in the standings, they're occupying the play-in game spot. I smell drama. Or is it just Cologne? I don't know. And then we have recently promoted Armenia Belfield. Ooh, Armenia. They are currently occupying the fourth, the safety spot where they're not going to get sent down or have to play in. But they're, okay. they're only one point ahead of they're Bremen. Nice. So three teams separated by two points. All of them have a shot of getting relegated. Damn. Okay. So. We have some stakes here. Let's meet the games. <laughs> First up, we have Cologne. Again, we were talking about them there in second to last. They have the easiest game. They're playing Schalke. Oh, boy. (laughs) So, 9.30 ESPN Plus, Nick, who do you have? Man, Cologne and Schalke, I mean. The toilet bowl that is the most meaningful toilet bowl ever. So, you said Schalke is already relegated, right? Yep, they're out. They okay. have like 16 points. They they are not. So they're done. I, I don't know. To me, I think that they probably aren't that motivated to win this game. Um, I think that, you know, I, they're just going to kind of bring their focus to next season, trying to get back to the top Bundesliga. And I don't know. The cologne smells a little better than uh, Schelke do. 
So uh, I'm going to take Cologne here in a, uh, in a, I can't think of any more sniffing Cologne jokes. So I'm taking Cologne. Well, if you want to talk about smelling, this game smells like Limburger cheese if it was week 18. Ooh, ooh. But it's match day 34 in Bundesliga, so this game actually means a heck of a lot. Hell yeah. You make a very good point about that. But you don't you don't think a little party crashing is in order? I don't know, man. I mean, in this type of situation, I feel like that's not a party crasher type of scenario. That's like a, this is depressing, let's finish the season as fast as possible type of situation. So let me, let me give you some... Uh, it's more of a please twist the knife as quickly as possible type of situation. This is where I feel like an ass a little bit. Schalke won their last game. Okay. I, 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 part of me thinks that they're going to play hard. I mean, I don't know. But, I, I just don't see it. But you know what, Nick? I love the drama of this. I am obsessed with the drama of this. I'm taking Cologne to win this game. Hell yeah. I'm taking 3-0. Uh, yeah, I'm smelling a great game, but I'm still taking All right. Cologne. All right, so Cologne got three points here. Next up, Werder Bremen. Werder Bremen. They're taking on... Borussia Mönchengladbach. Martin, grab that. Damn, it's been too long. Now, Mönchengladbach has lost their last two games. They've only won two of their last five. They're, again, one of the teams playing for a Europe spot. But they're taking on Werder Bremen that right now is in the play-in game. Wait a minute. I thought the Grizzlies were in the play-in game right now. They are, as well as the Spurs. Oh. They can have multiple playing games in different leagues. Are you sure? I don't know. That's what my notes are telling me. Okay. <laughs> By the way, fun fact that I just realized. What? Of the four playing games in NBA history, the Grizzlies have been a part of 50% of them. That's right. That stat will obviously change within Next the year. hour. Yeah, or within the house. But still, you know. Well, I mean, maybe because if they they if have the Spurs to lose. The yeah. Or no, actually, the Spurs are not to pull the upset. The Grizzlies will play in a third for certain if they win. I still yeah. think less than half. So because it'd be three out of seven. Oh, uh, we're going to miss out because the East is playing another game tomorrow. Still, that's, that's right. a decent amount. That's a decent amount still. That's that's a lot of playing games. Mm-hmm. Extra basketball. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, where are we on? Mockton Gladbeck and Werder Bremen. Mm-hmm. Who, who do you got? I love me some, some Gladbach, um, mostly because their name, at least the way you say it, Sounds like Martin grab that. Martin Gladbach. Um, so I think Martin's going to grab that dub. Um, I'm taking Gladbach. Uh, I'm taking them 5 0. Oh. Yeah. It's going to be easy. Get out of here, Verter. Both of these teams have tied 10 times this year. I'm wondering if this might be a tie. Am I allowed to pick a tie? 
the 11th tie. You know, H-Man, that's, uh, that's for you to, to sleep at night with. I can't pick a tie. Yeah. That's not fun. That's not fun. You know what? Mackton Gladbeck's playing for something. And yeah. also, okay, ready for this? This is their manager's last game with Mackton Gladbeck because he's going to become the manager of Dortmund next season. Ooh, okay. So there's a little bit of a storyline there. Okay. So Damn. maybe they, they play a little inspired for their last day with their coach. Before Karen calls the new manager. That's right. Okay. I got gotcha. you. I like it. I like that. I'm going Mackton Gladbeck too. I'll go 2-0. Okay. No, 2-1. Two, 2-1. One, two, one. Two, one, okay. Yep. All right. All right. And then finally, we have Armenia Belfield taking on Stuttgart. Ooh. Now, Stuttgart, I don't think we talked about it. They're in the middle. They're not really playing for anything. Actually, they could get a European spot, but that's about it. Okay. So um, you got Stuttgart taking on Armenia Belfield. This is a toughie. This is a toughie. I'm probably, I think I'm going to go with Armenia Belfield. Um, okay. I know nothing about either club, but I'm feeling Armenia Belfield is going to lay down the hammer. I'm taking them 6 0 in this one. I think it's going to be easy. What? Yeah. Wow. No, no issue. No issue for Belfield. Okay. Um, you know what I'm going to take? What's that, H-Man? I'm going to go Stuttgart on this. I'm going Stuttgart. Yeah. I think okay. they're going to win 1-0. Okay, H-Man. I don't, okay. I don't like the – I don't like – like, Stuttgart doesn't really score many goals. And Armenia Belfield, like – they don't score, give up that many, but they also don't score that many either. Yeah. I'm going to go Stuttgart. So. All right, H-Man. Your world, I'm just living in it. Okay. So, if the results hold, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Because I think we, we picked perfectly again. We did? I think we did. No, because I just nope. picked Romania. Oh, that's right. And I took, uh, I took Stuttgart. That's right. Nope. Never mind. I'm. Clearly, I was thinking something else here. Um, but anyway, both of us, by the looks of it, so I'm, I'm trying to do math here on the side. Oh, boy. So you had Armenia Belfield winning, so they're safe. You had Cologne moving to the play-in game, and Bremen's out. Okay. So that's what you have. Okay. I have... Cologne and safety. I have Belfield in the play-in game and Bremen out. So both of us have Bremen out. Okay. And we just have the play-in game flipped. So I have Cologne in play-in and I have Gladbach in safety? Yep. Okay. No, 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 not Gladbach. They're they're safe. They're they're playing for a European spot. Oh, okay. You have um Armenia Belfield. Gotcha. Okay. You have them there. You have Cologne in the play-in and Bremen out. Damn. This All is right. wild. This is – I'm liking this, H-Man. I'm liking this. I'm, like, going to watch these games. Yeah? 
Well, I like Bundesliga, so that might be the difference. But <laughs> but this is this is insanity. The fact that a team can either be outright kicked out of Bundesliga or be completely safe and not have to play the play-in game. Yeah. So. All right, H-Man. It's 80 degrees in my bedroom and I'm getting grumpy. So let's get this moving to fun facts. Oh, wow. that That's a statement right there. <laughs> Unless you have Coach Hunter. No, there's no Coach Hunter this week. Okay, all right. Fun facts. Wait, wait, wait. Fun facts? They're facts, and they're fun. Holy shit. Fun facts. All right, are you ready? I, I'm more than ready. Fun fact number one. We know more about the surface of Mars and the moon than we do about our ocean floor. I've heard about this before, and it is terrifying, to be quite frank. But, um, I, I, yeah, that's why I leave it as terrifying, because I feel like I've watched a YouTube video before about, like, what they do know about the ocean, and it's pretty crazy shit, man. And the fact that that's only – that they don't even know that much about it, and they know what they know, it's, it's insane. Yeah, I'd agree. I don't think I would want to ever go on the ocean floor. No, I don't think you'd survive going to the ocean floor after a certain depth. Like, even if I was able to, like, yeah. let's say throw that part out. Yeah. I don't think I want to go that far down. No, me neither. Literally miles down from the surface. Miles. Mm-hmm. All right, fun fact number two. People who are sarcastic, cynical, impatient, or irritable, I think Nick Bakker knows somebody like that. Yeah, I'm like that tonight. <laughs> are more likely to die from a heart attack. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, not terribly surprising. All right. Fun fact number three. If you watch someone fall into a black hole, you'd never see them enter it. Instead, you'd see them slowly come to a stop at the black hole's rim until they faded out of view. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I, I'm trying to picture what that would even look like, and I, my brain does not register that. That's insane. Black holes are crazy, man. I don't want to ever get sucked into one. I'd rather not either. I, yeah. Yeah. Probably is not very pleasant. All right. I got two bonus facts. You ready? Mm-hmm. Bonus fact number one. The ancient Greeks would go to the gym naked. They also competed nude a practice said to encourage aesthetic appreciation of the male body and pay tribute to the gods. I'll tell you, I think they were onto something because the amount of laundry I have when I make it to the gym a few times a week, I mean, unbelievable. So I, I, I'm on board. If only there was a Nick Bocker sketch that went about talking about laundry and how they did in the olden days. <laughs> if only. <laughs> 
finally. And of course, the one that usually gets us canceled. Oh, boy. <laughs> Cannabis smokers. Oh, wait, it's legal in the state, so it's actually not that bad anymore. <laughs> Get the munchies because their sense of smell becomes heightened. Interesting. Huh. Fun facts. <laughs> Damn. I like it. Yeah. H-man. Some good ones today. Uh, we did. We did. All right, H-Man. Well, uh, thank you for that. And uh, even though I've been roasting in my apartment for the last few days, at the end of the day, at least, at least we, we have... have- our balls. Say something. You know, I had something I knew I was going to say, and I just totally forgot what it was going to be. So uh, at that, I will say, holy crap, in two days, the Lakers could be eliminated. And that would be fucking hilarious. Even funnier would be a... Western Conference Finals between the Warriors and Lakers. See ya, folks. Middle-aged man having best snacks of his life. Morton, Minnesota. Marveling at the increases in both quality and satisfaction that have come with decades of experience, local 51-year-old Doug Kearns told reporters Tuesday that he has lately been having the best snacks of his life. I try to slow down and really savor snacks these days, said Kearns. Attributing, attributing his glowing fulfillment to the, to the maturity that comes from a lifetime of having snacks. Sure, I'm not having snacks as much as I did back in my 20s, but I'm much more comfortable mixing things up now. I've been open to being more experimental, and that has led to my enjoyment of some unbelievably hot snacks. And I've been having snacks all over the place. The kitchen, in the car. Heck, last week, I even had snacks in the tub. It's been incredible. Kearns added that. Though he no longer rushes his way through snacks like he did in his youth, he does still tend to fall asleep immediately afterward.